You've heard all about this whole paleo thing, but you've wondered if it's really for you. You've been searching for someone to guide you along the way. Your search is over. Let registered nurse Marie Grace Berg lead the way with these inspiring stories of people who have been where you are. Welcome to Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy with Marie Grace Berg. Have you ever wondered why you're having a hard time losing weight? Eat More, Burn More is focused on helping you transform your body into a fat-burning mode by turning off the hormone that sabotages your fat loss. Go to eatmoreburnmoresystem.com to learn more. Yes, paleo fans out there, let's get started. I am excited to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Tara Shafi. Tara Shafi is a stay-at-home mom, a blogger, graduate student, fitness instructor, and nutrition educator living in New Albany, Indiana. On her blog, What I Got Her, and you can find it at whatigotter.com, she shares paleo recipes along with pregnancy and parenting information. We are thrilled to hear her story as we take her back to her journey when she first started living the paleo lifestyle. To our paleo fans out there, Ms. Tara Sheffy, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for having me. We are delighted to have you on our show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited to hear your journey into the paleo lifestyle. So, Tara, I really love your story and what you're putting out there to the paleo community. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you, and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So, here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions I have in mind. Okay, sounds good. So let's start with you and your life prior to being on the paleo diet. Can you tell us more about you personally and share us what was your life and personal situation prior to adopting the paleo diet and lifestyle for our listeners to hear? Sure. Well, really early on in my life, uh, all growing up, if you ask my parents, they will tell you that I had a very limited diet. I hated pretty much all vegetables. Um, I ate a lot of uh, plain foods, a lot of white rice, a lot of pizza, a lot of Hot Pockets, um, a lot of ice cream and cereal. I was just uh, did not like any fruits or vegetables at all, hardly. I was very uh, set in my ways and very stubborn to uh, trying new things. Um, but as I started to grow up in my 20s after college, uh, I started focusing a little more on my health. I would say I was a little more conscious of it. Um, I was starting to become more active. I was getting into cycling and running. Um, but I still had a hard time following a healthy diet. Uh, I would say it was just hard for me to figure out what worked for me. I felt like, you know, I read a lot of the women's magazines and things like that. And, um, you know, I felt like everybody was telling you something different and it was kind of confusing for me to even figure out what a healthy diet meant. Uh, so I, you know, at that time, I think I really got into the low fat, sugar free, everything, uh, never really looking at ingredients lists. It was more about, you know, getting whatever had the least amount of fat, the least amount of sugar, um, so it was kind of a big cycle of trying to eat healthy and then really beating myself up when I felt like I slipped up and was eating something 
that wasn't good for me, like ice cream or fast food or something like that. But I feel like those foods are so addicting that it's hard to to resist them sometimes. So it was kind of just this endless cycle. Uh, in my mind, all that really mattered during that time was the number on the scale. I, I only thought about calories, you know, not wanting to gain any weight and trying to lose weight. And um, even though, you know, I felt like I was kind of caught in that cycle, even though I was trying to be healthier. Um, but then in 2009 is when I actually met my husband. We were training uh, both of us for a 150-mile two-day bike ride. Um, and that's when we met. And so after we got together, we were obviously both very active together, riding our bikes to work every day and going long rides on the weekend. And we started doing running races together. So we really did start adopting a healthier and healthier eating habits. Um, but I think at the same time, because I was so active, I did kind of use it as an excuse to eat and drink whatever I wanted to. <laughs> i could. I mean, other, just as far as my outward appearance goes, uh, I was so burning so many calories and I was so physically active that I could pretty much eat junk when I felt like it and, you know, without my weight fluctuating too much. So we did try to eat healthy, but I think at the same time, I indulged uh, quite a bit as well. <laughs> Wow, I love what I'm, I'm hearing about you and your life prior to adapting the paleo diet and lifestyle because you know what, I totally can relate to what you've just shared and I'm sure our listeners were uh, curious to hear that as well because they probably can see them for themselves in you, in, uh, in your experience because I, I totally agree, you know, when we started out, when we started, when I got started with it, I mean, as a nurse, of course, I have a background in how to eat healthy, but it, what I thought healthy or what? In the, in the medical profession field, what we thought healthy because we were following the standard, for example, the American diet, for example. That's what we know. And we, more often, it's not really what's uh, healthy for us. And I totally agree with what you said about, you know, when you start being active, you don't, you don't put on weight because that's one of our measurements. But then you're you are eating all of these junk because you're burning them because you're so active and you don't know that what you're eating are junk food or you don't realize that what you're putting in your body are junk food. So thank you for sharing that because I'm sure our listeners can relate to what you've just shared. Now, what was that defining moment, you know, that made you start the paleo diet? Well, it's actually a little bit funny because I had never heard of paleo and I was very resistant uh, for a long time. My husband is the one who first uh, brought it up. He had a friend at work that was following a paleo diet. So he would come home from work, uh, you know, every few weeks and, and bring it up and try to talk to me about it and tell me what it was. And I just, you know, totally rolled my eyes and brushed him off. Uh, I didn't think it made any sense. I didn't understand what in the world people ate if they were cutting out all of these foods that to me were total staple foods in my diet. I mean, I was a cereal for breakfast, sandwich for lunch, you know, pizza or pasta for dinner. And I, it, I couldn't wrap my head around what people actually ate. Uh, so I, it took me a while to come around, but I guess he finally brought it up enough times that I decided to get online and actually do the research and find out what it was. And I mean, it really only took me a couple hours. I remember it was a Saturday afternoon. I finally, I sat down on the couch with the laptop and 
when I finally took the time to sit down and learn what paleo actually was, it immediately just this light bulb went off in my head and it made so much sense. There was really no coming around to it for me. As soon as I learned what it actually meant, uh, it just completely, it was just a 180 for me. Uh, I just feel like there's so many diets out there. And like I said earlier, all the conflicting messages about what is healthy and what isn't healthy and always struggling to find what worked for me. But to me, paleo seemed so simple. I think a lot of people think of it as um, you're cutting out a lot of foods and it and it's you know difficult to follow. Um, but once you really look into it, to me, all, when you really take it down to the basic level, you're just cutting out all of processed garbage that that we eat in a standard American diet and you just eat real food. Um, you know, I never thought about before that cookies and granola bars and chips and all the things I was eating, those things weren't around thousands of years ago. And there was a time when people did just eat real food. Uh, and I never thought until I started reading about paleo, how food, affects our internal health as well. Uh, like I said before I went paleo, all I cared about was the number on the scale. As long as that number was where I wanted it to be, I was happy. It was a good day. I never thought about that food provided us anything else besides calories. Uh, I never thought about the vitamins and the minerals. It was just calories. That was all that mattered. And as soon as I started reading about paleo, it, it I mean, it just took me that one afternoon and just to know that what we eat does so much more for us than just our outward appearance. Um, and the fact that it did just seem so simple. I mean, to just eat food that has always been food and, you know, would be food, whether we had all these, you know, processing practices or not. Right. And that's the main thing here for our listeners, uh, you know, I mean, transition or wanting to transition to the paleo diet. I mean, we have to like what Tara just shared, do your own research and find out for yourself if this is the right thing for you. And then try, I mean, for me, when I got started with it about four years ago, it totally made sense to me. I mean, what could be better than eating real foods? That's what we are, we're supposed to be, uh, in my opinion as well. And it's so simple. The, the other, the one thing that other I found about with other people is that they they think that this, this make, they make it so complicated when in fact it's really simple. It's just going back to basics. That's what Tara just shared with us. So thank you for sharing your experience on that and how you got started with it. Because I'm sure our listeners um, have a lot of t uh, to learn from from what you just shared. Now you obviously had a goal when you started the paleo diet. Can you share our listeners what was your vision? You know your goal that you to succeed following the paleo diet? Well, like I said, we really did, my husband and I just jump right in. I was pretty gung-ho as soon as I uh, started reading about it. So uh, as soon as I did read up on, you know, what to eat, what not to eat, uh, it was that same day that we, we went through the kitchen. I know we got garbage bag out and cleaned out the kitchen, went through and you know, went through the pantry, refrigerator, freezer, and cleaned everything out and immediately just changed the way that we shopped for food. Um, 
We stuck pretty closely at first to recipes that uh, I found online and in books. I remember the first two books I got were The Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf and Sarah Fragoso's Everyday Paleo. And we just flipped through and uh, found, you know, a few recipes that looked simple enough and, and looked good. We both liked cooking already, so we weren't totally new to the concept of, you know, getting in the kitchen and, and cooking, but with this whole new way of cooking, I stuck pretty closely at first to uh, our recipes that were already out there. Um, and we went to the grocery store, got everything we needed for, you know, these new recipes that we wanted to make. Um, but it really didn't take long since I did already enjoy cooking uh, that I felt pretty comfortable getting creative in the kitchen and and coming up uh, with my own recipes. And I think that really did help us stick to it. Um, we both love ha- having new foods and delicious foods. We're not the type of people that can just eat, you know, chicken and broccoli and sweet potatoes every single day. We like to come up with fun new dishes and try out new ingredients and things like that. So that was really motivating for me to be able to try all these new foods and get excited about them. Um, and then also just starting the blog, I think, uh, has also really helped us to stay successful uh, with the diet. Uh, I've been doing the blog for a little over two years and just being able to share recipes with people and, and show people that, you know, it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be time consuming. It's not limiting. There's so many foods out there that you can eat. Um and still, you know, be eating real food and be healthy and just hearing from people that I have created a recipe that inspired them or that they enjoyed, uh, that really helps keep me on the path. Um, because, you know, if I'm able to help anybody out there, uh, that is very motivating for me. Um, and then also just all the time, I even now, you know, two years into it, I feel like I'm almost every day reading another story of someone who cured a certain condition or saw symptoms improve uh, by following a paleo diet of tons of different illnesses um, that you wouldn't even associate with diet. And just to see that people are are finding healing from the way they eat, uh, you know, that is something else that just really confirms for me that that this is the way that we should be eating. Wow, what an inspiring vision that one is. I mean, of course, after yourself, you transcend beyond yourself. You know, you want to see uh, results for other people as well that are adopting this paleo diet or lifestyle. And that to me is my my inspiration as well. I mean, if I was thinking, oh, wow, if they can achieve this, why can't I as well? And that really drives me on a daily basis to really ho- to be on top of my, my game and be really on, uh, get hold of my health as well and seeing other people succeed on it I feel like wow I mean if I can achieve this if I, if I can feel this way that really inspires, inspires me to continue as well so for our listeners out there find or create something create a goal for yourself because a health goal a physical goal without whether that be yeah physical or emotional whatever that would be some have something that inspires you to continue following this or 
when you if you when you decide to follow the paleo diet, have something that you know inspires you on a daily basis so that you can continue following this. Because as in uh, in any, any in life um, in general in life in general, you know when we meet some challenges, for example, sometimes we are so discouraged that maybe we don't wanna we, we don't wanna follow through anymore. But if you have that vision for yourself, you have the goal that you want to achieve something that will inspire you on a daily basis. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's talk about what happened when you started the paleo diet. I mean, I would love for you to share with us how did what were your first steps what that you took when you transitioned from being an unpaleo to paleo that our listeners can learn from you so that they can see themselves. What were their first steps? I know you mentioned about you started writing what to eat and what not to eat like those, but can you share them your what were those three first steps that you took that our listeners can take on for themselves? Oh, definitely. Well, as far as uh, cleaning out the kitchen, I am the type of person that just throws myself into things. So if you are that type of person, to me, it really was easier to just get everything out of the house right away. Um, So we did, you know, just get garbage bags. We threw out a lot of food, but what we could, we gave to our families or to, we used to live next door to a local soup kitchen. So we donated what we could as well. Um, And then we did a big stock up at the grocery store. Um, And to me, that was helpful to, um, as a second step to just have anything on hand that we would need so that we weren't making a bunch of trips to the grocery store. So we did a big paleo kitchen stock up, uh, which to me was really eye-opening. That was a huge step for us to go to the grocery store and start reading the labels on some of the foods that we were used to purchasing. Um, I, like I said, had never really read ingredient labels before. Um, So we even that first time to the grocery store, besides just stocking up on all these new foods, we went through and actually looked at a lot of the foods that we were used to buying. Um, So going through and looking at, you know, the cereals and the granola bars and things like that and actually reading the labels and seeing how many ingredients were in some of this stuff, that was really a game changer for me too because I just had no idea what was in some of the foods that I thought were healthy. Um, I had just really never questioned it. If the box said it was healthy, then I thought it was healthy and and so I bought it and, and I ate it and, you know, thought that, that I was doing the right thing for my body. Uh, so I think that that is a great tip as well to kind of take that first time to the grocery store and actually go through and look at some of the items that you do eat on a regular basis. Um, and the third thing that I would say um, is to really get that bank of recipes that look exciting to you and that you would enjoy cooking and eating. Um, There's so many blogs out there and then a lot of the really good recipe uh, sites like Chow Stalker and Fast Paleo, all the paleo cookbooks. I mean, anybody should have no problem finding new recipes they like or a paleo version of something that is already their favorite meal. Uh, I mean, there's just thousands upon thousands upon thousands of recipes out there. So I would say, you know, start with some of those. Find a paleo version of foods that you already love. I mean, tonight, for example, 
we're making a shrimp and grits type meal that uses uh, cauliflower uh, for the grit. So if shrimp and grits is, you know, your favorite meal, you can find a paleo version out there and that would make the transition a lot easier. Wow, great tips there. And so for our listeners out there, let me just summarize what uh, Tara just shared with us. You know, for, I mean, after you've done your research on knowing what to eat and not to eat, it's really important to first uh, remove or to clean up your kitchen, clean up, big, uh, remove whatever it is or, or junk there or that you know that are not on the, your list of what to eat and what not to eat. So the ones that are what not to eat are in your kitchen pantry, for example. Take them out, remove them because that will... Uh, decrease your chances of being tempted in in in, uh, in, in eating them or like uh, or or just just using them for example so remove those do a, uh, what they call is a kitchen makeover by removing those that are not part of the or that are not paleo friendly and the second one is to to stack up so after you remove those, stack up the some paleo friendly uh, food that you can be that you can use, especially the basic ones that um, you you you'll be stacking in your in your kitchen. And uh, I like when you you shared about learning how to read labels because this is really huge, especially for us going to the grocery a lot. Read labels uh, and then don't don't be a yeah, you have to be patient in finding those that are really paleo friendly, for example. And the last one is to find recipes that you already love, that you like, and are paleo friendly or adapt them to be a paleo friendly uh, recipe. And yes, you're right. You, there are a lot of recipes out there, very uh, great recipes out there, great resources because um, and you could just Google what I, you know, what you did, the kind of recipe that you want. There are a lot of resources, resources out there. So for our listeners out there, you know, have the make sure to do your research i mean there are a lot of help that you can get there's a support community online there are a lot of recipes that you can try you can try you don't have to stick on on, on just one i mean there are a huge varieties of recipes out there that you can try so it's really no an excuse at all and, and i really i'm really glad and i'm really happy that a lot of people like you tara are putting recipes out there putting some tips and advice for our listeners as well who are transitioning or who wants to transition to the paleo diet so thank you for sharing those all right now let's talk about how you measured your success you obviously found success with the paleo diet so share with us what how did you measure your success and we know what are those benefits what were the transformations that you have in yourself as a result of it well i would say especially at first mostly the way that i felt as far as my physical performance uh, like i said we're really into cycling and running and we at some point about six months or so into eating this way uh, we started crossfit as well and i my race times were getting faster. I was having less injury, um, and I've seen really awesome gains in as far as my weightlifting performance goes as well. Um, so to me, you know, that is one way to measure success. But also just the difference that I have seen in my digestion as well. Um, I used to feel like it was normal after going out to eat or after a big meal um, to feel, you know, just really gross and 
bloated and like you needed to sit down on the couch and unbutton your pants or something. Um, I thought that that was just how it worked. I thought that's just how it was. Um, and now since eating this way, I've realized you can eat good food and feel good afterward. You don't have to feel, you know, tired and lethargic and like you need to take a nap. Um, but I think on top of that, even more important is the fact that I don't feel like it's a diet. I really do feel like it's a way of life, which makes it so much more sustainable than thinking of it as just another diet. Um, you know, we're always learning more and fine tuning the way that we eat, introducing new foods and, you know, maybe cutting out things that don't work for us because I really do think it's different for everybody. Uh, I feel like I'm still learning new things all the time and trying new foods that I never would have eaten before, uh, which is definitely a way for me uh, to measure the success of this diet because uh, when I when I said earlier when I was growing up that I had a very limited diet, my parents are still in shock at some of the foods that I'll eat now. And I think a lot of it has to do with that your taste buds really do change. Once your body kind of resets and gets used to not eating those hyper palatable foods, uh, things do taste different. Um, There's just so, I've tried almost any fruit and vegetable that that I can get at the grocery store, and I love all of them, where before you probably wouldn't have even been able to convince me to take a bite of it. So, you know, I think even though people think that it is limiting and that you're removing things from your diet, I really think of it the opposite because I've been able to eat so many more new foods. Um, and and the other way that I, I feel like I measure the success is when we do make a, a paleo dish or a dessert and bring it to friends and family that aren't paleo and when they say how much they like it, uh, that really is something else that, you know, makes me smile a little bit and just shows me how awesome this way of eating is that even people who don't necessarily eat this way that they can still enjoy and appreciate a meal or a treat that's made, you know, with few ingredients and with all natural foods. Yes, absolutely. And you know what, for me as well, I, of course, we have the physical benefits. You know, we have this physical transformation, for example, you lost weight, you feel good, but then there are intangible benefits as well. Like you feel good about yourself, you feel good in your tummy. If For me, I was more energetic. I was sleeping better. I mean, I guess because I was so big on uh, grains and wheat. I mean, I grew up eating rice, um, grains and legumes my whole life so when I started cutting back on them until came a time that I was totally out of it 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 felt good in my tummy and I really like what you said about feeling good in your gut because that's what happened to me as well so for our listeners out there you know the main thing here is that try try it try something and then see for yourself feel how you feel about it and how your body transforms with it because us and us and I like when you said about you know the paleo is not a diet it's a way of life I mean it's it's so simple just it's eating real food and for me it's not really a diet in in the context of what other people say it is a diet or a fat diet because it isn't so thank you for sharing that now, for the sake of our listeners, I'd love for you to share what was your, what have been your biggest challenges transitioning to the paleo diet, and how have you addressed or overcame them? 
Um, I would say the biggest challenge might be all the jokes that uh, people eat make about how the only thing that we eat is meat. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, actually, about that. But we do get that a lot. <laughs> um, but I think probably really the biggest challenge is just that there is a learning curve that comes along with making such a big change in the way that you eat. Um, going out to eat was tough at first. I think it took us both a while to learn that it's not the best idea to just show up at a restaurant and try to look for a decent option. Now, I always am getting online before we go out, looking at menus, seeing if they have something that I think will work for me, um, or if I can you know, piece together different menu items um, and make a meal that works, like a, you know, getting a burger without the bun and having it served over top of a salad or getting fajitas without the tortillas and the sour cream and the cheese. Um, and also knowing which type of restaurants work best. Uh, a lot of what I, what used to be my favorite restaurants, they were my favorites because of the foods that I ordered there, which are things that now I probably would never order. Pretty much anywhere that I went out to eat, before I was looking for the buffalo chicken, which is, you know, basically fried chicken with um, whatever they're making the, the buffalo sauce out of. Um, and that was kind of my favorite go-to meal. Uh, so I kind of had to switch up even the type of restaurants that we went to. But we've really gotten to where we can figure it out pretty quickly now. I mean, we go to a lot of, you know, barbecue restaurants where we can just get you know, the good meat and salads um, or vegetables, uh, you know, burger places, obviously. And here in the area where we live, there's a lot of great international restaurants. And that seems to be when you're getting more traditional uh, cuisine from other cultures, that seems to be a really easy way to get that real food. But it that is definitely something that took us a while to figure out. Um, and also just getting really good at the label reading too. Um, like I said before, I used to really just focus on the nutrition information, looking at the fat grams and the calories. And now I don't, I pretty much skip over that and go straight to the ingredients. Um, but it did take us a while to get to the point where I can just quickly look at a label and say, yes, I want that or nope, I'm putting that right back up on the shelf. Um, you know, when you're trying to avoid sugar and preservatives, seed oils, artificial flavors, colors, things like that. I mean, they just try to hide things under so many different names. And then they're coming up with new names all the time to, you know, try to further confuse you. Um, so it, does, it is difficult, uh, you know, but now I can, you know, pick up a jar of salsa or anything else that, uh, that I might be buying that's in a, a package or a can or a jar and look at it really quickly and know if it's something that I want to, to purchase or not. Wow, totally resonate with what you've just shared because I have the same uh, challenges as well. And I'm sure our listeners, a lot of our listeners can relate to those challenges that you've just shared. And it's, you know, it all comes down to really educating ourselves. I mean, the resources are abounding, you know, there are a lot of resources out there. So try to, I mean, 
educate yourself and know what food and what to wash out for, what label, what ingredients are to, you, know, you have to avoid, and then be prepared for it. And of course, eating out is one of the big challenges. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to this because we don't. Have, most of the time, we don't have control of what the menus are on the restaurants. But if we know the basics of what we we should be avoiding, then we can kind of you know, substitute or find ways. For example, like the taco instead of eating the fajita, for example, have like a a, a, call, a vegetable uh, instead, um, and then eat the burger for, or like that, and, and the other kind. But but then don't eat whatever for the green green part of it or the wheat part of it. And uh, I uh, I do that a lot. I mean, I have to kind of. Uh, find ways on how to how to be to still enjoy going out but then uh, without jeopardizing you, uh, what you what you are uh, following on on uh, the, or having those paleo friendly uh, uh, food because um, for example and nowadays I mean there are a lot of choices that you can do but still you have to know what are those what are those that you have to avoid what are those that are okay to eat so for our listeners out there I hope that this challenge that are going to be that are there that you're going to be um, you know on you that, that can have that you're going to be experiencing we're not going to be a hindrance to you for following the paleo diet because there are ways to overcome them just what uh, Tara just shared with us so thank you for sharing that all right now let's talk about one of the highlights of our show and that's your advice for those that are wanting to transition to the paleo diet and lifestyle you know you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience so take it back to the past say you're gonna start all over again and you are in a group with people who want to start the paleo diet but frustrated and confused and don't know how to get started what types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give them that they can take action on today and if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, first, I would say I know that we went all in, and if that works for you, then do that. I think that's awesome. But I think my first tip really would be to take it slow if you need to. Um, just start by making small changes if it seems too overwhelming to, you know, go through, throw everything out, buy all new groceries, start cooking all new meals. You know, you can start small, just transition your breakfast uh, every day to a paleo breakfast, you know, make some eggs, some bacon, some veggies. And especially if you have kids and a family, it might be easier to uh, introduce it slowly uh, instead of, you know, throwing their whole world upside down. Um, you know, so starting with that before you transition your other meals could make things easier. You just really have to to know what works best for your family. Um, second, I would say planning and preparation are huge. Uh, I sit down every week. I plan all of our meals for the upcoming week. Uh, I write out our grocery list based on our meal plan. And that way I know I'm getting all the groceries that we need ahead of time. I know I'll have everything there in the refrigerator when I'm ready to make dinner instead of, you know, opening the door, staring blankly into the fridge and then, you know, giving up and maybe eating something that I wouldn't normally eat because I don't have anything to make for dinner. Um, and, and then with meal planning also, uh, 
kind of goes along with that, that we make, um, I try to cook really big meals that'll last us a couple of days too. So when you are planning your meals, you can, you know, make a really big dinner so that you can have leftovers the next night, um, or have them for breakfast in the morning or make, you know, a big breakfast that'll last two or three days. And that's another one that I think is really great for, for busy families. I know I don't like to get up every morning and cook breakfast, uh, because I do have a young baby and, and he gets me up early enough. So I try to sleep in when I can. Um, my third one, I would say to just have a lot of ready to eat foods around because you, you don't want to get stuck in that place where you're hungry and, and there's no good choices around. So I always have a lot of uh, fruit ready to go, washed, cut up, ready to eat. Uh, same with veggies, you know, carrot sticks, cucumber, uh, a lot of organic deli meat, um, hard-boiled eggs, beef jerky, even some dark chocolate, uh, fruit, dried fruits, things like that, just so that you always have a snack or something around if you do get a little bit hungry so you're not, you know, running to the vending machine or, or to the gas station, convenience store, or something like that. Um, I would say those are probably my top three. Wow, great takeaways there for our listeners. So let me just summarize those. So the first one is to take it slow. I mean, I echo, uh, I'm a really big on this. I mean, when I got started, I only, uh, for breakfast, for example, like what you, what you said, I started with just one breakfast. And then I did that one for like a week. And then the next week, I'll do the lunch, lunch, and then so on and so forth. So for our listeners out there, you don't have to go all in because that seems so daunting and challenging and so overwhelming. So take it slow. Take one meal at a time or one day at a time. Or, but have that goal that, okay, maybe maybe you used to be drinking 10 Cokes a day. Now you can start you know, on a daily basis Okay, reducing one at a time and until you get to zero, for example. So it doesn't, you don't have to go all in if you can't. So, uh, but just start slow, like what just Tara just shared with us. And the second one is to plan and prepare. Really huge here. I mean, it's all about, I mean, to me, the secret of me being able to follow is I plan and prepare. So for our listeners out there, it's really important to plan for this. Do, do what Tara just is doing. She does weekly planning. I mean, she plans what would the rest for the week and then goes to the grocery to uh, have that grocery list so that you you will follow it up for the whole week and I'm also big on on cooking big meals and then putting them in the, in the freezer or refrigerator um, for leftovers for the following morning or you know some days because uh, especially for our listeners out there who are living alone for example or it's uh, it's more challenging when you have family but if you're living alone this is not it, it is for me I botch them I, I cr- I cook uh, uh, big ones and same and I put them in the freezer. That will be a lot easier for me on a daily basis to have something ready. And the last one you've shared is to, this is really huge, to have something ready to eat around, you know, something, you know, especially as snacks, you know, have something that you can grab on the go and um, like fruits, for example, or even dried fruits and then veg- vegetable sticks and nuts, for example, you have different kinds of nuts, uh, except peanuts, of course, and uh, hard-boiled egg. That is really easy to do. I mean, I make hard-boiled eggs almost all the time because it's so easy to grab that when I'm hungry or or, or, one, or as a snack. So for our listeners out there, all this uh, advice or all these tips that Tara just shared, you can take action on today. So um, apply them into, into your life and start with them. Start with those and then go from there. 
Now, Tara, share one resource or a book that you can recommend our listeners that will help them transition to the paleo diet. I would say, oh gosh, how do I pick just one? There's so many good ones. I know, there's so many good ones. I think uh, probably just because it was the first book that I got, um, the Paleo Solution, Rob Wolf's book, I am someone who is really interested in the science behind it. I'm always questioning. Um, I'm never someone to just eat a certain way or do a certain thing just because somebody says it's good. I want to find out all the information behind it and find out why. Um, and I think his book does a really good job of explaining kind of all the reasoning uh, behind eating this way. Uh, so if I had to make one recommendation, I would say that. And then there are also some recipes in there as well. All right. Yeah, I love the Paleo Solution uh, book as well uh, by Rob Walt. So I have, I'll have that one on our resource for our listeners uh, to, be, uh, to, to look into that or to, or to start reading that because it really gives you the theory behind the Paleo diet as well as uh, how, you know, his experience on it, the, the research that was done. It's really a great resource for our listeners to start with. So that's the Paleo Solution by Rob Walt. All right, uh, Tara, I'd like for you to share our listeners uh, what one big benefit that they can get when they visit your uh, popular blog, uh, What I Got Her, and then tell them where they can connect with you, and then we'll end from there. Oh, sure. Um, well, what I mostly post uh, at this point is recipes, uh, a lot of what we make for dinner. Uh, I do a few treats, but a lot of it is uh, what we actually make all the time for our breakfast and, and dinner. So they're simple recipes. Uh, I'm not the type of person to make uh, a very difficult recipe. Usually with an 11-month-old, I'm usually trying to get in and out of the kitchen as quick as I can right now. And if I see a long ingredient list or if I see that something's going to take you know, two hours to make, I'm usually moving on to the next recipe. So the recipes that I share, I try to make them quick, uh, you know, pretty simple, but still lots of fun flavors and combinations. Um, so a lot of recipes, uh, but I'm also now that uh, I have been pregnant and, and had a baby, um, I've gotten into sharing a lot of information on that as well. I wrote Throughout my whole pregnancy, I uh, wrote about, you know, cravings and the food aversions that I had and how I handled those situations. Um, and now with parenting, I've shared some of the, the products and resources that we've really uh, used a lot of. And also, um, we've been uh, starting to feed our son uh, real food. He's still mostly breastfed, but we're starting to introduce solids as well. And I've shared a lot of that journey. Uh, and I know that I'll continue to share information about our parenting experiences, you know, raising our little paleo baby. Um, but also, uh, I'm finishing up my master's degree in health and nutrition education. So I am starting to share uh, a little more of the scientific information uh, as well behind, you know, why we eat the way that we do and and why we're getting away from some of the, the foods that we used to eat and trying to help families make eating this way 
not seem so overwhelming or, or so daunting and, you know, that you can do it with kids, you can do it with a busy schedule. Um, so I really want to, you know, help empower people that way as well. I think uh, helping pregnant women and, and families with small children just cut out all those processed foods and start following a more ancestral diet. That's really where my passion is right now. Um, so that's what how I try to to inspire people uh, through through the blog that way too. Um, so the, the blog, like you said, it's uh, whatigather.com. Um, I try to post, you know, at least once or twice a week new recipes or, or some parenting information or, you know, just how to integrate this into your busy lifestyle. Um, and then also, you know, I'm on Facebook and Twitter, uh, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, I would say I'm the most active on Instagram. Uh, if people are wanting to get an idea of how we do this uh, with having an 11-month-old, I put pictures pretty much every day of what I eat, what I feed the baby. Um, so lots of food pictures and lots of uh, cute baby pictures um, that that people can check out there. Um, and then if for people that are in the Louisville area or the Southern Indiana area. Uh, I have a link on the blog too for any local uh, nutrition classes that I'm, that I'm hosting as well. Wow, lots of great uh, and exciting stuff um, there, uh, Tara. And so for our listeners out there, it's whatigather.com. And from there, you can link to her social media sites. And especially for the Instagram, for her Instagram, I highly recommend you to go check that one out. So the link is whatigather.com. And I really love what you're putting out there. I mean, it's not just about your experience. It's not just about recipes, but these are, you also included parenting and your pregnancy experience and pregnancy tips. And I love that raising the paleo baby. Wow, that is so exciting so for our listeners out there. I highly I recommend that you check on, on her blog at whatigather.com. And by the way, all of this uh, fantastic resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at transitioningtopaleo.com forward slash Tara Sheffy, or just type in her name, Tara Sheffy, on the source bar and it will find it for you. So if you weren't able to get those links, I'm going to have them on the show notes as well. But again, for those of you who are able to write it, that's whatigotter.com. Now, Tara, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, for being a role model to many, and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. The Paley fans out there, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Did you know there is a hormone in your body that turns your belly into a magnet for ugly fat? It literally turns the food you eat into embarrassing, pan-stretching, stubborn belly fat, even the foods you think are healthy. Discover a simple test that reveals if the belly fat hormone is sabotaging your fat loss and learn the easy and natural ways to shut down this hormone for good so you can have the flat stomach you deserve. Go to eatmorebrainmoresystem.com to learn more. Thanks for listening to Transitioning to Paleo Made Easy. Now it's time to get your quick and easy step-by-step guide to transitioning to the paleo diet. 
This beautiful free download includes the three most important things that you need to be focusing on in order to make the transition as smooth as possible. Ready to get started? Head over to transitioningtopaleo.com right now and begin your journey, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.